The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings. And I am former NFL player Ross Tucker. Check me out on social at Ross Tucker NFL. Five teams, seven years. Those of you that check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can see the helmets behind me, Washington, Buffalo, New England, Dallas. As I like to say, it was an awesome temp job in my 20s. Now I got a bunch of podcasts, Ross Tucker football podcast, three days a week in the offseason, daily during the season. We've got the Fantasy Feast podcast for the fantasy folks, college draft podcast, If you're into that, Andrew Brandt does the business of sports. And of course, this podcast, the Even Money Podcast. So fired up to dive into DraftKings. Free to play, $50,000 round one pool on today's show. And make sure you guys are ready to win as much as you possibly can of those winnings on the DraftKings free-to-play pool. The star of this show, though, it's not me, and I make no bones about it. It is Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football sports betting, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino. Check Steve out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. You can always follow all of our shows that I already mentioned, at Ross Tucker Pod. Steve, what is up, my man? Love contest, Ross. This should be a fun show discussing your best opportunity to cash in the contest. Yeah, I love it. I mean, here we are as we're recording this nine days away from the NFL draft. You and I will dive in hot and heavy on all of the potential NFL draft bets on the DK Sportsbook app next week. Should be awesome. Can't wait to see what bets you are firing up. But We know there's also a lot of listeners in places where they can't bet on the draft. Like me, Steve, here in Pennsylvania, they don't let you bet on the draft. So I am all about the free-to-play $50,000 pool. It's 10 questions, and then based on how you answer those 10 questions, Steve, they divvy up the $50,000. So 
I guess let's just start with that. When you're in a contest like this, we'll get dive into the questions. There's 10 questions. Those of you, again, that are watching on YouTube, you can see I got the app pulled up on my iPhone right now. Uh, those of you that are just listening, of course, obviously, pull up the free-to-play $50,000 NFL Draft Round 1 pool on your DraftKings app. But you are the guy that's won contest, Steve. Like, major contest. So before we even dive into these specific questions, what do we need to know as it relates to entering contests such as these? The number one strategy I would absolutely ask you to do is to submit your entry as late as possible. Don't submit early because the information changes. Now, it certainly changes during any NFL week. If you're in an NFL contest, injury updates and the like, point spreads move. But those movements pale in comparison to what you're going to see in the draft. We've already seen that with who's going to go third in terms of just tremendous line moves on the choices. And we're going to keep seeing those as the draft approaches. You're at a severe disadvantage if you try to pick the winners with incomplete, imperfect information now versus a week from now. Got it. Okay, so it says you just have to enter the contest by 8 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, the 29th, when the first round of the NFL draft starts. So it sounds like, Steve, theoretically, you could make all 10 of your picks at 7.45 Thursday night when – Pretty much any information that's going to come out at that point has come out. Exactly. And that really is your best opportunity. Now, the one aspect of this that's curious is that you're going to have so many people entering that it might be optimal for you to take a flyer and pick something that's extremely unlikely. For instance, who's going to go number two in the draft? If you want to play contrarian, hey, you're going to have a 99% chance perhaps of being eliminated right with that question, but if you get it right, then you're going to be ahead of 99% of the people. Right, so it's interesting because it looks like a bunch of people get money on this thing. I mean, up to 9,750 people get some money as they divvy out the $50,000. So first place is 1,000, second place 500, third through 10th is 100, but there could be a lot of people that end up doing this, Steve. So you got to make sure that you are ready to go. And it certainly seems to me like you want to make sure you have the right picks, but it's a good point. If you want to win, if you want to get first place, do you go contrarian? And really, there are certain opportunities, I feel like, Steve, where you can go contrarian a little bit. And there's others where, boy, you really need to take the chalk. I mean, let's start with this, okay? Who will be the second overall pick is question one. They've got Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Penny Sewell, any other player. Those are the six choices. I think at this point we all know it's going to be Zach Wilson. I guess you could take a flyer there, Steve, and go Justin Fields, but that does feel like it's eliminating you on one that we certainly know. Like the next one. Who will be the third pick or the one after that? Who will be the fourth pick? That's where I feel like there's variance and you can maybe take a shot. I feel like with the second pick, you got to go Zach Wilson. Yeah, I agree. If the choices were just Zach Wilson or somebody else, 
All right, at that point, you could go ahead and take your flyer. Maybe you win 2% of the time, 3% of the time. But let's face it, you could go contrarian and pick the wrong guy. We don't even know who might go over Wilson if Wilson should fall out of a frat house window and break a leg or something. Um, so because of that, I think you do have to go Wilson to go second. All right, now is where it gets interesting. And this is where it gets interesting for every aspect of the draft. I mean, you and I, we do this every week where we talk about the best bets in the NFL and otherwise. We'll be all over talking about the line movement with the third overall pick next week here on the Even Money podcast because I've still got some strong opinions, but I'll kind of lay them out here right now. They've got Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Jamar Chase, any other player. You know, after the Niners made that trade, Steve, Mac Jones was the favorite. But in recent days, after his second pro day, it's been Justin Fields. Last time I looked at it, I think Justin Fields was maybe minus 125. I think Mac Jones is plus 150. What does that mean when you're in a pool like this? Should you just go with the odds-on favorite and just say Fields? Or should you go Jones? Or you should say, you know what? I'm taking a shot. It's neither guy. I'm going Trey Lance. It's complicated. You've got a forecast. Well, let's assume Fields is 40%. Um, and let's assume the Mac Jones is 30% and everyone else is 30%. And then, all right, well, I'll take Fields. He has the best chance. But if you assume more than half the people are going to take Fields, then maybe you go a little contrarian. You know, I'm going to go a little contrarian. I'll go with Mac Jones here, hoping that more people will select Fields. I think it's pretty close to 50-50 between those two being the most likely. You know, I'm going to go Mac Jones. I talked to Sage Rosenfels this week on the Ross Tucker football podcast. Sage played for Kyle Shanahan for several years in Houston with the Texans. And he said that his initial thoughts were that there's no way Kyle Shanahan would make this move up all the picks to get number three overall for Mac Jones. Just didn't think he was that physically impressive, but he went back and he watched the SEC championship game. You know, Mac Jones had a Joe Burrow-esque season, Steve. 77%. He was absolutely phenomenal all year. And he really does compare favorably to guys I know and Sage Rosenfels knows that Kyle Shanahan loves. Matt Schaub, Kirk Cousins. I even put on our social feed today, at Ross Tucker Pod, Steve. That, that Sage said that he thinks sometimes Kyle Shanahan's so confident with his ability to design plays and get guys open, he just wants an accurate executor. He just wants a guy that's consistent and can execute accurately day in and day out. That sounds a lot like Mac Jones. In other words, Kyle Shanahan just wants the person to do what he tells him to do, right? He just, I don't need the extra stuff. If you just do how I lay it out, we will win because I'm that good. I'm going Mac Jones, Steve. I'm with you. All right. So we have um, consensus so far. Be interesting to see where we vary as we move forward. Yeah, now it gets a little tougher. Who will be the fourth overall pick? 
Right now, it's the Atlanta Falcons that are making that selection as we record this. You never know if a trade goes down. Somebody moves up there to try to get a quarterback. You know, they could go quarterback, they being the Falcons, a guy like Trey Lance or Justin Fields. They could also take somebody else. Here's the here's the choices. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Penny Sewell, Jamar Chase, Trey Lance, or any other player. I got to tell you, Steve, I am tempted to either go Trey Lance and they get a quarterback or any other player and think that new Falcons head coach Arthur Smith wants to get Kyle Pitts, the tight end, out of Florida. You know, that's interesting because if you do go any other player, and I've thought about this, not many people are going to select that, I think, in terms of their overall selections. So you're going contrarian against the field. Ultimately, I'm going to go slightly contrarian. I'm going to go Trey Lance to go fourth here. Um, the lesser known quarterback, if you will, well, the lesser covered one than Fields. So Trey Lance for me, number four. I'm going any other player. I think it's Kyle Pitts, either Atlanta or maybe somebody even trades up for Kyle Pitts. I'm going any other player. So on the third question, we have our first disagreement. What about the fifth overall pick? Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Jamar Chase, Penny Sewell, any other player right now, the Cincinnati Bengals hold the fifth overall pick. Much of the conversation has centered around Penny Sewell and Jamar Chase. But you could still go any other player here because Kyle Pitts, again, isn't listed. So you can go any other player here or you can go Sewell or Chase or somebody else if you want, Steve. I'm going to go any other player. I'm going to have Pitts going fifth here and – the latest odds I saw is he's favored to be a top five pick. So he's not going one, two, three, fourth or fifth. Ross, you got him fourth on any other player. I'll take that for this selection. So I, I'm going to lean Penny Sewell here. I think the Bengals are more likely to take Penny Sewell than Jamar Chase. What about the strategy, though, Steve, of any other player back to back? In other words, I, pr I think four or five, one of them will be Pitts. So I almost guarantee myself of getting one of those right, but I also kind of guarantee myself of getting one of them wrong. And it feels like if you get one of the first four wrong, you're probably not going to be in the money. Yeah, I don't think you can go any other player for both four and five because really Pitts is the only guy that has, I think, a viable chance. So you're going to want to go any other player for one of those, not for both. All right, now we get some of the uh, first guy at a position to be drafted. Again, on the DraftKings free-to-play $50,000 pool. Love these pools, by the way. All right, so I love pools in general, by the way. We just opened our pool, Steve. April 19th, we opened our pool. It is very, very cold, but that's how I'm trying to stay lean, trying to keep my weight down as a former player. Swim lap. It's so, it's so easy and good on your joints. You swim out there in Vegas or no? Yeah, my pool's 68 degrees, so I've been the water's always recirculating, so it never really gets very warm. And you know, working out in the pool is underrated. You know, you, you can do push-ups, you can go ahead and do crunches against the side of the pool across the board. Obviously, I'm not doing enough of them, um, but you really don't need a gym. Even like when I go for a long walk jog, every time I see a park bench, all right, 
25 push-ups on the bench, you know, little things like that. You can avoid that gym fees and all the germs of the gym just by being active. Yeah, I, I just like the total body workout of the pool. I feel like we're doing an advertisement for pools here. We're not. We're talking about the DraftKings 50,000 pool. Who will be the first wide receiver drafted? Boy, it feels like it would be a major surprise if it's not Jamar Chase. I did see something recently where someone suggested perhaps Jalen Waddle, but I'm going Jamar Chase there, Steve. Yeah, Chase over the Alabama wide receivers. I think it's a slam dunk. I'd be willing to lay like minus 500 plus. He goes first. Chase, it is. All right. The next question is interesting. Who will be the first running back drafted? Here's the three options, though. Najee Harris from Alabama, Travis Etienne from Clemson, and then any other player slash no running backs drafted in the first round. So it's not just any other player. It's no running backs going in the first round. You know, it's going to be – I'm sure there's going to be people that get them all right, but it's not going to be easy, Steve, because this – this feels to me almost like a third, a third, a third between these three options. Yeah, very interesting. The latest numbers I saw was Harris supposed to go about 28th, ETN about 34th. So maybe Harris a 60% bet, but it's certainly possible. That's against ETN. Certainly possible nobody goes in the first round. I'm going to go chalk and go Harris, but certainly you can make a case for the other two options. Especially with Harris. Having that ankle issue, I guess they say it's healed now. I'm going to go ETN there. I'm going to say someone wants some speed. Someone wants that burst. And they want a guy in ETN that's healthier than Najee Harris. So I'll go ETN. We'll we'll differ there. Uh, The next one is who will be the first defensive player drafted. But before we get to that, speaking of defense, Masvidal, Usman, they put on an absolute show. The last time they stepped into the octagon, round two, sure to pack a punch. Here's all you need to know. Whether it's UFC this weekend or hockey, basketball, whatever it is, DraftKings has unbelievable promotions for you. Just make sure you put the code in Ross and they have some ridiculous offers, including this weekend. Code Ross to turn $5 into $130 if the fighter of your choosing takes home the crown. Limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, first defensive player drafted. Caleb Farley, Micah Parsons, Gregory Rousseau, Patrick Sertan, the second, Quiddy Pay, or any other player slash no defensive players drafted in the first round. I can tell you right now, it's not going to be Rousseau or Caleb Farley. So don't pick one of those guys. I tend to doubt Parsons. There's some concerns about him off the field. Then you've got Sertan. You've got Quiddy Pay. Or you've got the any other player, no defensive players drafted in the first round, Steve. Well, I think we're going to get a defensive player drafted, Ross. I'll I'll go with Sertan. Um, you know, it's interesting because I looked at some of my initial mock drafts and I asked um, my expert, one of my draft experts about that. And he echoed what you said about Parsons, because I saw Parsons was very high, highly thought of. And he said that one of his biggest bets was fading Parsons to have him not go in the top 10. So he threw a black marker through his name, lands me on Sertain. 
Yeah, I think it's either uh, Patrick Sertan the second or Quiddy Pay. I would go Patrick Sertan the second, though. I think, you know, he's pretty much generally considered the best corner in the draft. There's not a dominant defensive lineman. Linebackers don't usually go that high. You know, I don't know. You always know the percentages, Steve. That's why you're my co-host here on the Even Money podcast. But it certainly seems like Patrick Sertan is the odds-on favorite to be the first defensive player drafted. So I would lean there that time. I guess, look, you could think maybe the Cowboys at 10, Denver at nine. One of the other teams, maybe they take a quitty pay, something like that, or a Micah Parsons. It's possible. But I would lean Sertan the second as well. So I feel like the next one, we on some level almost already answered because it's which of the listed players will be selected first, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, or Mac Jones. So if we all continue to assume it's Trevor Lawrence one and Zach Wilson two, we think it's going to be one of these quarterbacks that goes three to the 49ers. So I guess my question would be, Steve, you have to make the same pick here that you did for who goes third overall, right? Like you got to match those two. You have to. And I, you know, kudos to DraftKings are basically asking you, are you paying attention to your picks here? <laughs> if you're not, you don't get to win. <laughs> that would be amazing as as all these uh entries come in, if they just looked and they're like, all right, this feels like a uh like almost like an intelligence test. Like what did what they put for the second question, third overall pick match what they put for the eighth question? If the answer is no, they are a moron. Don't ever talk to them in any capacity ever again. Because really, that's what it is, right? Like, I guess, you know what, Steve, there might be people that aren't paying attention that closely or they're not paying attention as they fill this out because it's a free-to-play pool. Is there any value in in splitting them up so you get one of them right? In other words, let's say you're torn between Fields and Mac Jones for the Niners at three. Is there any logic in picking one at one spot and the other the other so you get one of them right at least? No, because they don't. They're not giving you a prize for finishing in the middle. You only get a prize if you do exceptionally well. Got it. Okay. So the next question is. A pretty interesting one. How many, and we'll be talking about this next week when we look at some of the odds for this stuff. Because obviously, every week here on the Even Money podcast, we dominate any NFL bets and even, you know, other bets, you know, the Masters, March Madness, Triple Crown, stuff like that. And our record, I mean, obviously, those of you who have been listening or watching for a while, you know that we are up in the 100-plus units combined over the last five years. That is documented. Go back and check some of our previous episodes for our documented track record of success here on the Even Money Podcast. How many quarterbacks, Steve, will be drafted in the first round? The over-under is five and a half. Under five and a half, and frankly, I don't – I don't see this as being even a viable option. The six guys going to go based upon the latest over unders on all these various backup quarterbacks that are available. 
I think the highest was Mills from Stanford at around 62. He's supposed to be selected. So nowhere close to the first round. Uh, this one's a slam dunk under five and a half. Yeah, I will go under as well. You know, it's funny. Every year, Steve, they around this time, you start to hear those reports. Could Team XYZ sneak into the back of round one to draft quarterback JKL at just so they get the fifth year option on him? And it very rarely happens. I mean, I guess you could argue that the Packers kind of did that with Jordan Love last year, but I just don't think it's it happens all that often. And I don't think. I mean, if you're already going to have five guys go in the first round, and we think they will by pick 20 at the latest, what what team exactly is trading up back into the first round to get the I, – I just don't see it happening. I think there's more likely nobody even goes in the second round. I'd say it's more likely no quarterbacks go in the second round than one go – than six go in the first round. I agree with that. And, you know, Jordan Love was supposed to go – in the first round, he just went like four slots earlier than we thought he would when, you know, the Packers traded up for him. So uh, there's no quarterback that has any um, resume or any um, um, evaluation right now worthy of going top 50 other than the big five. Which, by the way, appears to have been a terrible draft choice thus far for the Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be their quarterback again this year, Steve, which means. In the four years, you have a rookie quarterback on a cheap contract, which is supposed to be the point of drafting them. The Packers won't even use Jordan Love, barring an injury to Aaron Rodgers, for 50% of that contract. Yeah, I'm gonna come over. He might not play next year either. I'm going to come over the top. Uh, Jordan Love was the best draft pick in the draft last year because it lit a fire underneath Aaron Rodgers who had been struggling with uh, mediocre average performances the last couple of years and suddenly became the MVP. You know for a fact, Steve, that that's what Brian Gutekunst, the GM for the Packers, you know that's what he says in meetings. He'll never say that publicly, <laughs> but in meetings he's like, see, boys, this was all me. Mission accomplished. <laughs> I lit a fire under Rodgers. We got an MVP season out of him. That was the reason why we did it. But we'll see. That's it. That is interesting perspective. I'm sure that's what the Packers are selling internally. I'm not sure that I am buying that one. Uh, the last one. This is interesting. Total number of 2021 first round picks traded after 8 p.m. Eastern time on 429. So this is during the first round of the draft. How many picks get traded so that a different team can make that selection? The over-under set at six and a half. I got to tell you, Steve, I haven't done a lot of research on this to know what the average is or what's customary. I usually leave that to you. Yeah, I did take a look. In, last year, there were four. The two years before, six and seven. But I think check the fine print on this question, Ross. This says trades that are going to occur once the draft begins. So the, the the trades that already occurred don't count, correct? And if that's the case, under six and a half looks like a slam dunk to me. Yeah, I'll go under six and a half. They're not, they're not counting the ones that have already been traded. Uh, their total number of traded after 8 p.m. 
So after 8 p.m. is when it starts. There could be even another trade right before the draft starts. They're talking about trades on the clock. Uh, seven sounds like a lot when we've already had several teams moving around like they have. Getting to seven seems like a lot. I'm with you. I will take the under six and a half. I like these questions from DraftKings in the free $50,000 NFL draft round one pool. Next week on the Fantasy Feast, Steve, we will have the number one mock drafter over the last five years, Ben Standing. Make sure you listen to that because he gets more right than anybody else with his mock draft. They, they track these things. So make sure you subscribe and listen or watch the Fantasy Feast podcast next week. Tomorrow's Fantasy Feast, we're breaking down the running backs and the tight ends that are in the 2021 NFL Draft. Next week, Steve and I, of course, will place all of our official NFL Draft bets. You don't want to miss that. Ross Tucker Football Podcast on fire this week. We had Sage Rosenfels Monday. Greg Cosell coming up later in the week to break down the draft defensive backs. We'll find out if he thinks Patrick Sertan II will be the first defensive player. Maybe he likes J.C. Horn. Joe Hornson, you never know. And, of course, Andrew Brandt's killing it on the Business of Sports podcast. And you can binge, listen, or watch the College Draft podcast as we have gone position by position, breaking down Emory Hunt's top players, all available, RossTucker.com, YouTube.com slash NFL, or wherever podcasts are found. Check out Steve on social at Fezzik Sports. I am at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some of that money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 